It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. 1017 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, LA Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 1017 The Team. They're now 3 of 19 from 3. Let's go. Butt down, hands ready. Shoot the ball. Turn it. No, turn it. Dive. Yes. Up top, Udese, double-double. And there you go. A little behind-the-scenes action of that game last night between New Mexico and San Jose State. Lobos pull away uh, in the second half, win the game 77-57, and we'll get Coach Richard Patino's comments on whether... He liked having cameras and mics in huddles and locker rooms and all that kind of stuff uh, here in a little bit. We'll be here till 7 tonight. I'm Joe O'Neill. That's Sam Hauser as usual. But what's unusual, he's a man of his word. Zach Gentry, just a week or so removed from the NFL season, told us when he came back to town, he was going to come out to the studio. And here you are, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. It's Always a pleasure to come back and, and be able to join you guys. Yeah, we did uh, every Monday night throughout the season. And uh, those nights, with the exception of the Monday night game you guys played it, and you were like chilling in your apartment and we were doing it over the phone. Now we have you in studio. And actually, we're going to do a version of True or False Tuesday, uh, True or False Tuesday uh, on Wednesday today. And you'll hear more about it in a little bit. But. Uh, anybody that's never participated in True or False Tuesday, uh, this is the day to do it because uh, we're only taking new participants, and we're going to do this in about 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, those people will have a chance to chat it up with uh, Zach for a second or two, and then he's going to ask the True or, False qu- True or False questions, and you're going to have a chance to win an incredible prize pack, as always. But uh, in the meantime, Zach was... Is is very in tune, you know, a former Hooper in high school himself. Uh, very in tune with the Lobos. Watched the game last night, and uh, Sam, um, my thoughts on the game last night, and I said this when I saw you earlier today, is like it's kind of like same stuff, different day. The consistency of this team is remarkable. Um, you know, you, you know, what are your thoughts, Sam? Hey, I, I mean, it's funny that you brought that up today because I said the exact same thing on the floor last night. You know, everybody gets the opportunity to hang out on the floor and chit-chat and get autographs or just talk it up or whatever. So I'm going back up the ramp, and I see David Williams, the deputy athletic director, with Eddie Nunez. The two of them are together, and I go up to those guys, and, well, one more down. Keep it going. That's per- a, yeah. Pretty much, and and we're seeing, the, yeah, and you use the word consistency, it's in the way that the Lobos are, when they're winning games, we know there's a couple blemishes, but when they're winning games, it's basically what you saw last night, where they get a lead and it is really, really hard to chip back into it. And it's because, you know, this is not the deepest team around. Lobos go 7-8 deep most nights, but it's the 1-4 through four that we continue to talk about that a lot of teams, and no disrespect to them, but that a lot of teams can't match when you look at the gap between one and four of the Lobos and one and four of just about everybody else, most nights it's it's a clear cut advantage as it was last night. It's a great way to uh, also note that those four starters for the Lobos. 
basically 30 plus minute a game guys for the most part or right around 30 minute a game guys are, are really um, what you need. I mean, other teams have guys that have come in from bigger programs. Um, and, you know, you we the house was here last year. Mashburn was here last year. Uh, but the addition of Udeze and Josiah Alec, like in the, making up that four, uh, another great performance by all of them. Okay, Zach, so... Played foot, played hoop in high school for three years, and were part of our coverage for high school hoops last year. You love basketball, and obviously not, you know, right up. You haven't been able to see every Lobo game, but in tuned enough to have some uh, observations of watching them play. Uh, your thoughts? Well, I think you guys, you know, you said it right. I think they're uh, a consistent group. You know, they they proved that. Uh, you know, these these last few games have been able to at least catch. Um, they never get too high, never get too low. Um, I think they've got some guards that have some good speed. You know, it seemed like San Jose State's defense was having a hard time keeping up with them up and down the court. Um, they seem pretty complete too. You know, they're uh, you know the big guy Udeze. Yeah, very good, yeah, Morris Udeze. Yeah, I mean he was obviously a uh, special last night. He was fun to watch. He's um, physical. You know, and another double double. I uh, believe yeah, four consecutive ones. So. Um, Pretty complete team, and I like the way Coach Patino's leading him into battle. You know. All right, I want to get back to that here in a second, but in the meantime, um, the game w- w- you and I were at the game. Sam uh, Zach was watching it, so we'll get his perspective too. Is that um, Coach Richard Patino uh, was being mic'd up and filmed, and it was pretty much all access. Here was Coach Patino on uh, that whole thing. More cameras, more mics. Uh. Great win for our guys. Um, I, I have a lot of respect for San Jose as a team. I mean, they had Boise beat at Boise. Uh, Mari Moore turned the ball over when they had a layup, and, and they could have won that game easily. They're very much, obviously we are too, but they're very much improved. Uh, Tim's done an amazing job of you know, adding some key pieces to go along with Amari Moore, who I think is one of the best guards in the league. Our guys were great. Um, first half, they were terrific defensively. Um, maybe not as good offensively, and we were way better offensively in the second half. We were smarter, uh, moved the ball a little bit better, um, got some more assists and did some things there. So uh, it was a good game overall. The the crowd was awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, just proud of these guys to be able to go from an emotional win at San Diego State, come back, be all business, take care of it, because um, we knew that San Jose would be tough to beat. So great win. All right, so Sam, you were there, but you caught up with some of the film, or the 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 video uh, today. Uh, your impressions of what you saw in the limited amount of time that you got to see it? Yes. Yeah, so Richard Patino and Tim Miles, uh, Coach Tim Miles from San Jose State, they were both mic'd up the entire game. Outside of halftime, there were no commercial breaks on this nationally televised game on Fox Sports One because what they were doing during the timeouts was we were getting inside the we we're getting inside the huddles. We were getting inside and when they're on the sidelines talking during the timeouts. You know how I feel about this stuff, Joe. You know that I'm a mega cast stand. So anytime I can get coaches talking or somebody else talking or listening to them while the game is happening, I'm there for it. Well, uh, yeah, no surprise. I mean, Zach, does that surprise you about you've been around Sam enough at these tournaments? He's got his tablet going, he's like researching this and tweeting out this, right? I mean, he's nonstop, so no surprise with that. No, not at all. I've I've seen firsthand, uh, you know, the kind of quality work that Sam does, but you know, he's he's a junkie, man. He's he's all over the place. He's he's all about it. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, 
And I can see where there's a lot of merit in that. People want to see what's going on as well. Okay, so, you know, I've told you that I've been very impressed. And, and I, I think that he's kind of an unsung hero in the fact that they're 17-2. and two. He's taken a real low-key approach. I'm talking about Coach Richard Pitino. Uh, but you had a chance to, to get uh, a, an inside look. You know, you had a chance to really get caught up quickly because you were watching the, the huddles and the half times and stuff. And, and I, I, you were mentioning to me very impressed. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, um, you know, when I first tr- turned the channel to the, I didn't know that they were going to do that uh, sports cast, you know, so I was uh, really confused as to why my screen was a little smaller than normal. But uh, I didn't know what to think about it at first, but it was kind of neat as the, as the game wore on to kind of hear the different, uh, you know, dialogues and, and different huddles. And it was kind of cool to see the, um, you know, just the differences between the coaches and the huddles and everything. Um, I, you know, I gained a lot of respect for Coach Patino because it seemed like it was so sharp. You know, every time out, he had very specific things that he was talking to the team about. Um, you know, even little things at one point. You know, if you if you were watching on TV, you heard him say, you know, if they're in a one three one square, your shoulders down to the baseline so that you can more clearly see. Uh, you know, open windows down there. It's easy to drive baseline, so easy to get get a ball. You know, to the elbow, to the corner, down below. So I mean, it was it was cool to see that his his operation and at halftime too. You know, I've been around obviously a lot of coaches, and everybody kind of has a different style and, and things that they uh, deem more important than others. And, you know, for instance, you go into the San Jose State locker room and they're watching film at halftime and they're not really saying a whole lot. Coaches, you know, talking a little bit, you know, we need to hustle. We got out hustled here. We got to hustle here. But, I mean, it's it was just a completely different style. So um, it was kind of neat. You know, I don't know how I would feel about having those cameras in there if I were a coach or a player, but um, – it was cool to see that. No doubt about it. Well, let's hear what Coach Richard Patino uh, has to say about having the players uh, being part of this. Jalen would be a disaster. Mash wouldn't be as bad. Um, Jalen would be so much. You wouldn't need a play-by-play guy because Jalen talks so much. Um, you know, it, it's. I did talk to them about. Hey, hey, we're 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 a you know we're a marquee game on FS1. And it's a spotlight, not just on me because the cameras are on me, but it's also on you guys in these huddles. you got to make sure every time a camera is on you, you don't need to be fake, but you need to film, as we always say, a commercial for yourself in a positive way. And uh, I thought they did that in the huddles and the locker room. Um, so they, they were somewhat poised. So that line, the commercial for themselves, is one that he said, um, I listened on the radio post game. On 770 KKOV, uh, and he mentioned that like it was that was something that his dad always said, and like it, there's a lot of truth to that, uh, Zach. You know, you're you've been on a lot of sidelines of nationally televised games, and you've been on the field in nationally televised games, man. You, any advice you were ever given, I guess, like uh, about being or what you do on the sidelines, you're you're kind of shaking your head. Man, I mean, I, never really any specific advice. Um, you know, I think every now and then you'll get a, a notice or a letter from from the league office or something that'll kind of trickle down as information for players and stuff. But um, I mean, it's 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 a big problem. You know, there's a lot of hot mics on the sidelines. I mean, even on the field, they they put that mic. Uh, you know, somewhat close so that you can hear the quarterback snap count and stuff like that. Because you know, it's it, again, it's neat. People want to hear that stuff, but uh, you really have to be careful. And I, you know, uh, Coach Patino's right. You got a commercial for yourself. I mean, the last thing in the world you want to do is you know have these cameras uh, in your huddle halfway through the game, and, and you're doing something that's painting the, the team and the university in a bad light. I mean, that's uh, that's definitely a big no-no. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sam, let's not forget this. Now, this win, seventeen and two for the Lobos, and. Uh, have now moved to a four and two in Mountain West play in the thick of that like first tier of teams, and when it comes to the standings in the conference, um, 
the uh, they're also reaping the benefits of this uh, from a national perspective too. Top fifty, Ken Palm, right? Yep, cracked into the top fifty with the win last night. Now up to forty nine. They've slowly been going up from the eighties to the sixties. Certainly, the win over San Diego State gave them probably the biggest boost of all, but still a respectable team that they played at home last night. So, yeah, back into the top 50 for the first time in a long time. And you talk about reaping the benefits. You're at San Diego State. You play and win. They're nationally ranked. You go beat them. Just, you know, I know we'll talk plenty about this game more in the next coming days, but Boise State here Friday night at 9 o'clock. Boise State now around the top 25 in Ken Palm and first place now in the conference after the way things shaped up last night. So you talk about these big opportunities and, and these guys living up to the task, and now they're getting rewarded for it. Yeah, and Coach Pat- Richard Patino talking about San Jose State almost winning at Boise. Well, since that scare that Boise's gotten that night against San Jose State, they're trouncing teams. Yeah. They're trouncing. They trounced Utah State the other night. They trounced Nevada the other night. They won uh, Oh, won at UNLV uh, the other night. I mean, um, they've got it going on. So Friday night's game, 9 o'clock in the pit. Uh, it should be a real good one. By all the right. way, uh, you guys want to hear a little bit of one of those huddles from but last yes, night? Yes, I'm all ears, Sam. Please, please. An end out, and I want wide pins. Or I want rock. You guys tell me what I want. Wide pins. State lived in the gaps. We made a bunch of threes because we just dribbled and kicked. We're over penetrating too much. Who's guarding you? Let's go. And he's asking Josiah, who's guarding you? Well, yeah, yeah, and the reason for that is because a lot of times guys are are sagging off of him, Sam, right? I mean, uh, and that's where it's going to be so important as this team evolves is for Josiah to be more comfortable, not only with the threes, and he, he must make enough threes in practice where he's got the the green light on those. I mean, he, they, they didn't look that good last night again, but I, I'd be content with him like hitting the 12 or 15 footers so that when you get the ball to the high post that he's trying to throw it into Morris Udeze, they don't have all of those guys sagging around. Now, Zach, you mentioned Udeze right away of like, man, I, I think he's the most valuable player on the team, even with the guards that they have. And uh, I mean, the way that you were a post player uh, in high school, uh, like the way he gets positioned, the way he uses his leverage without fouling, um, there's a lot to like. And not to mention, real tough underneath there against, you know, there was a seven footer in that game that played uh, at Ohio State before going to San Jose State. Udeze is very comfortable in there. Yeah, he's he's extremely comfortable, and he's um, one thing that really impressed me about him last night is a couple of times he had to go out and guard on the perimeter, um, and I mean he just he seemed like so fluid. He didn't seem as big as he was. Um, he was quick on his feet. Um, yeah, so he, his transitional game from outside inside is really you know I think he does a great job, and but he's also um, you know he's physically he seemed more physical than any of the big guys that San Jose State had last night. So um, that ability for him to kind of be able to do both is fantastic, and I think. Uh, as good as the UNM guards are, I mean, you can't have a great, um, you know, college or pro basketball team without having a great big man, somebody that, that kind of everything goes through, somebody who's willing to go and get the rebounds and, and uh, kind of do the dirty work. I think as, as important as those great guards are, it's equally or more important to have a, a good, solid big man inside. And a couple of seven-footers. Oral Roberts had that dude that was seven foot five that he was going up against. And, yeah, I mean, Nathan Mensa and these guys on the basketball team for San Diego State that work out with the football team. But that's what we've seen. We've, we've seen a good balance of that where – 
he can go up. Uh, he's he can go up against it. He's comfortable going up against these giant people that come in different shapes and sizes. If they're a little bit skinnier, if they're a little bit bulkier and wider, he matches up with all of them. <laughs> and let's not forget, you know, we were just talking about Alec and needing to, to try to work on that uh, that perimeter game a, a, a bit. But at the same time, Zach, a high appreciation for. For Alec, I mean, he's relentless. I mean, you you played with guys like that in high school. I mean, uh, here he is playing um, last night, 35-plus minutes, and he takes three shots, and he could care less. Every team needs a guy like that, too. Um, I mean, jeez, yeah. If you can, if you, It's hard to find guys like that because a lot of players, you know, they aren't comfortable or don't want to be in that role. Um, but, you know, that's true. That's something I hadn't even really thought about until right now. I mean, I saw the guy all the time on the court. Um, you know, he's easy to spot with his with his big hair. You know, I like it. I <laughs> yeah. love, love the hairdo. But, uh, you know, he's, he is. He is. He's, you always see him floating all around the all around the court. And, and uh, yeah, I didn't see him get a lot of touches, get a lot of, uh, you know, shots up. But, you know, he was rebounding. Uh, you know, he's always, you know, defending. And so he, he did a great job. And so you absolutely need players like that on your team, too, if you can find them.